Hello, and welcome to the Art of War podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm with my co-host here today, Daniel. Yeah, good to be here. Unfortunately, we don't have our third. Callum Rogers he's, is absent due to his own reasonings, I guess. He's gone. We got him rid of him. <laughs> one, one week of him full here, and we're just like, you yeah. know what? Enough of that. <laughs> no. He'll be back uh, next week, I'm sure. Just, just, the, just the classic. The OG... Yeah. They did pull the OG of not turning up. It was my turn <laughs> last week. I imagine it'll be Dan's turn next week. Um, yeah. He did say he had a flu coming on. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's a pleasant evening in Dunedin. Just got and had, uh, had burgers for dinner, as is traditional. Yeah, it's basically traditional of us now at, the, at this point. Uh, Tuesday night starts. Um, going to get a burger before the podcast. Yeah. Burger before the potty. <laughs> so we went to re-burger. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah. I don't like their beef burgers. I actually thought, because I got a beef burger, I actually thought it was alright. It wasn't like too bad. Their fillings are nice, but their like, beef patties just tend to not really yeah. be flavorsome. It just seems, seems to be slapped yeah. mints. I really recommend the the loaded fries, though. Oh, solid. Oh, the loaded fries are good. Yeah, I put like... Keep, keep that in your book, Travelers, put, for the... Put the, like fried chicken on top. The Dunedin Make sure you make a time slot to go to a re-burger. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty busy there. So you have to, like, eat away, right? We went nighttime at dinner period, like, yeah. in student area. It's going to be busy. On, yeah. on Tuesday, which is basically probably their payday, equivalent of their payday. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to be busy. Yeah. That changes, I imagine, during the day as well. Yeah. Eight, eight out of ten chips, seven out of ten burger. Yeah. They switched to beer better fries. I'm not a fan of that. I like... They had, like, uh, these chips with, like, a really decent, nice, spicy seasoning. And then, like, recently they changed to, like, oh, no. fries. Not a fan. So sad. Not a fan. Anyway, um, this is a Flesh and Blood podcast. Yeah. Um, so there's enough burger talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, burger podcast comes later. Yeah. That's our After Hours podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Road to Nat season's coming up, like... Very soon. Next, next week, week. Starting next week. Officially, right? Yeah. 175 events across the world. That's a lot of events. It's 175 tunics. Yeah. I can do math. Yeah, nice one. Okay. And, and tunic maths as well. Yeah. So, it's like unparalleled. Like, in terms of like, how many events, how, how they're distributed. Yeah. It would be insane. It should be really good. I'm actually looking forward to them to start smashing them. Because mm. our first like first one that we're going to isn't actually until like midway through August. Yeah, the ones we're personally going to because we're not um, we're not going to any of the North Island ones this time, are we? No, we're not. Uh, largely due to half of uh, Wellington selling out before we even. Like, yeah. We'd even. Yeah, we were like kind of keen on going to the the Wellington dual header. Yeah. But then the tickets just like I. Uh, Got her one evening. I looked one, at Facebook, one was sold and out. just all one was gone. So it was like, oh, it's not not really worth. Yeah, it's great to go see the people, but I don't yeah. think I can value my money for that at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. It's like a time them. thing, right? It's quite a lot, you know, because I'm studying at the moment. It's like quite a lot to just take the weekend yeah. off, and then you know also train, um, test. you know, test yeah. extra hard for it beforehand. So. Yeah. But it looks like uh, so mid-August we'll be going to... The first one's Nelson. We'll be driving yeah. up Friday. Yeah. Friday morning. Leave Friday morning. Try to get there by Friday evening around 10-ish, 11-ish. 
Yep. Uh, and um, yeah, I've got a mate's place to stay at this yeah. time. So fancy, fancy place. Yeah. Well, it must oh, be great oh. to have rich parents. Callum. Hey, we'd be thankful here. We adopt me already. I want to be a Rogers. You want to I'm sure I can honor. I can honor Matt Rogers' name better. Anyway, so Rotinets is next week. What yeah. are you expecting to see on the on the top tables? What what is the what is the plan? I expect a lot of top eights. Well actually I expect the, exactly eight top eights. Actually <laughs> top eights in every one of them. I am minimum top eights on every one of them, right? Yeah. Um no, but uh well, what do you I don't know what to expect out of USA, to be quite honest. Cause I, I think anything can happen in the US, yeah. right? Because it's still early days for them. Yeah. There's a lot of developing. I mean, there's probably a lot of core groups that are doing a lot of travel that actually yeah. have got a lot of playtesting. And yeah. for those people, I would expect a lot of change to yeah. be amongst them. Yeah, I mean, on one hand, I surpri- I, um, I think, like, US has a lot of potential just to surprise us with, like, how much they've grown over the last yeah. few months of serious testing. But at the same time, I also think that maybe they've missed some of the fundamentals of the mm-hmm. early stages of the game yeah, yeah because um they're kind of still new to classic constructed yeah. so i expect some heroes like katsu and dorinthia to do disproportionately well um just because they, they are strong heroes in their own right they're so. strong and they are they're good for new players to play and they're also prey on people yeah. making mistakes yeah so um i expect to see those heroes do very well um in new zealand i do expect so we got the two Wellington ones first, the, yeah. like next week. I'm expecting them ones to have yeah. more than more than twenty five, if not thirty percent chain. Yeah, I'm. I'm like ex- showing, and then I expect at least four or five chain top eight. Yeah, I'm expecting there to be a boogeyman this format. I hope there's the, a problem. The boogeyman that is chain, um, yeah. because he's um, his raw power level is just so high. Yeah. Um, so, in my opinion, I think four to five chain players in top eight. Yeah. Just because of how powerful the deck is. I can see a ninja or... Um, ninja and warrior yeah. and, and, and bravo making, yeah. like, filling out the rest of the spots. Yeah. To be honest, outside of that, I don't see much else. I mean, I might be surprised by a prismless that somehow actively avoids yeah. the, the warrior match. Or, or yeah, even Reiner, we, or, we haven't really worked out the best prism deck yet, yeah, have we? No, we, we haven't put a, a whole lot of time into list, it. But it's just yeah, yeah, it runs a tough time into a couple of decks. Yeah, it's good against good against chain. Really good like, against chain. It actually has a favorable matchup. But like, just really struggles against some of the other popular decks in the format. Uh, really struggles against Warrior. It doesn't have too bad of a time against Bravo. I think with a little fine tuning, yeah. I think a skilled player could pilot it a better against a Bravo player. To be honest, yeah. I think it's quite dependent on you getting the library as well. Yeah, if you get the library late, I think the matchups a lot harder. Yeah, I think if it's favorable right now, I think the Bravo players can adapt their list quite quickly to beat yeah. it as well. Um, if it does become a problem, yeah. So I think Bravo is going to remain a difficult matchup. Yeah. Like, as soon as it gets easy, it's going to get harder again because people are just going to tweak it. And yeah. Bravo is so adaptable in that way to different yeah. builds. So... It's basically an instant launch against Reiner and, and Olivia. And yeah. I don't expect to see too many of those decks. Yeah. I expect the other 
the Monarch Heroes, um, Bolton, Livia. Yeah, I expect Bolton and Livia to not be too popular. No. We've seen that they're like the less popular of the new heroes, and that they also don't seem to be. I don't know. As here in Dunedin, um, Bolton tends to be quite a pet pick for some people. Yeah, I and think they, it's because there are a lot of warrior players yeah. that have a lot of the cards already. Yeah, but I think competitively, Bolton and Livia are not going to be so popular. Yeah, I think Livia is a strong deck, but I don't think she appeals to competitively minded players yeah. enough. Like rolling your chances of winning the game on RNG, like a lot of RNG, it yeah. just doesn't feel good when you yeah. wanna you want to win by skill, right? You yeah, exactly. Like losing RNG. losing a crucial game on Livia is just so brutal to sit through. Yeah. Like it's actually like full wow. on pain. Yeah. The thing is, is you can start off so well on Livia, like you, you could have like the perfect dice rolls, the perfect RNG. And then, and then just like, fall two over turn, two turns of just nothing, and you fall fail, over. and you just fall over. Yeah. yeah, which is so punishing. It's just I don't see any way where a competitive player is like, you know what, this is it. This is what I want to do. Yeah, and then I be happy shock- with themselves at the end of it without actually just trying to have fun. Like I don't think you can yeah. can be competitive and play it. Yeah, you have yeah, to like um, have to be fun and play it, right? And I'm not saying I don't like Livio. I- played her quite a bit she's really fun yeah and she's really flavorful but i don't think she competitively appeals to people yeah um just because of the the randomness that is inherent to her design and like yeah. well people might say you know well rhino has some randomness and that's true but that's his true, randomness but is like also... incredibly manageable yeah his, his is like one thing whereas hers is like two to three yeah there's more points to fail as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, because, like, in Levia, you have to banish cards to turn off your blood debt. You have to have cards in your graveyard to banish. You need to have six pluses in your hand or car- other cards that banish to keep pressure on. And then you need to often roll scab skins to fulfill that. And you're just inviting all these different things um, into your gameplay you to, to mess up, right? Yeah. Like, it's not just... You need to banish certain cards. You need to banish certain cards to get certain effects. You can banish other cards to get other effects, and it's just one part of that messes up. Then you can be in, like, a world of hurt, right? Even, like... Even if you hit the banishers that don't, like... So that you don't die, you can... There are still, like, a bunch of cards with blood debt that aren't 6 plus that you still want to banish so that you can replay them, like... How from Beyonds and stuff, and if you just miss them constantly, like the whole game, then you can you just like ten Flop. miss damage, right? Because yeah. if you get to replay, it's back in the pool for you to banish it again. So if you just keep missing it, turn after turn, it's like a lot of miss damage. It's just purely random. Yeah. So yeah, I can see. Like yeah, I just don't see it being that popular. Yeah. Um. Yeah. See, Chain being number one, I see Bravo being very powerful. Um. A little played though. I expect yeah, I don't seem to less... be that popular. Yeah, because Bravo's traditionally a less lesser played hero. Yeah, he has fans that love. There are fans that love Bravo. I like playing Bravo, but ultimately, the majority of people don't seem to play Bravo, yeah. even when he's like really strong. Um, Dash. Maybe there's a Dash list out there. I'm not sure. I think it's going to have such a hard like... time into chain. There is a control list with Snag that could do well into chain. 
but it will take a lot of testing to get it there. Yeah. And it's like a, you have to change your mindset of how you play that deck by so much. Yeah. We played like a, me and me and Liam have played a few matches already, and it's yep. just like just feels really hard. Yeah, I can imagine, right? Right. The thing that makes Chain so difficult to play against is that for every kind of action that you can take against him, he has some way of playing that directly counters the way you're playing the game. Yeah. So if you try and race him, he can often race, race harder you. than yeah. you can. Or, you try to set up, he or, can set up better. Yeah, it's like or. Um, if he's not winning the race, you can just start four card blocking until he gets his banishes up, and then he can race you, yeah. no problems. He has, you know, husk or um, um, grass, black skullcap. Yeah, for a huge fridge, or instead of husk, he can play either ironweave, which is still like an insane equipment in its own right. Yeah. Um, if you try to set up, he can set up. He can be aggressive, so he can really punish you in the early game. And, and then he can set up higher than you can. Well, he can still if be you setting up snag. while doing all that, right? Yeah. Like, he can just be setting up his banish and just be swinging with what he's got in hand. Yeah. And it's just... Ugh. And then, like, if you're trying to play full control and deck him, then he can also just set up, or he can play aggro. You know, like, he can basically play every kind of way except control. And it's, like, just so hard to deal with. Yeah. Because, like... You don't know what what way he's going to play, you know. And then you also have these, like, adjacent chain builds. So you can have, like, the full aggro chain build, but then you can also have the, uh, the combo chain builds, right? Yeah. So it's like, how do I even, like, sideboard this? Well, Wait, which one is going to be more like, popular? Playing into it was aggro prism plays really well into it. Like, yeah. actually plays really well into it. And if you see your library early enough, it's, like... So huge in your favor. Pretty pretty winnable. Yeah. So you think maybe Prism could be one of the ones that sneak in? I think it could sneak in, but it does have to avoid like a bunch of matchups because it has like some completely unwinnable matchups, like not even like a chance. Okay. But just like really struggles into Rhino, really struggles into Bravo, probably. Really struggles into I think maybe Katsu is probably a bit even, but. Katsu's like a coin toss, but I mean, like, at that, at that point, you just need library and then the game changes. It becomes less of a coin toss. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm, like, waiting to see um, how Wari does. I'm always terrible at building Wari into new meta. So, decent yeah. at playing him, but I can never build the deck. <laughs> I think, yeah, these first few uh, Road to Nets is going to be good information for everyone. Yeah, it's just something to pay attention to to see yeah. how how defining the meta could be. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm prepared to be wrong. I'd be happy if I was. wrong. I'd be happy if I was wrong because I'm like, it's not that I'm mad at the game, but a meta where a chain is just overly dominant and there's not like yeah. a triangle or. I mean, like, like a having position. having just come out of like Blitz season where Ira um, and Kano yeah. are like the two pillars of the deck and. In my opinion, neither of them are too fun to play against. Yeah. Um, I I think Kano is pretty fun, but I was never that confident on the deck yeah. to play competitively. And I think um, I was good at Ira, but I find it an absolute snooze fest to play. Yeah. Whether now it's like, if Constructed ends up being the same way, where Chain is incredibly dominant and Bravo is incredibly dominant. Like, I like Bravo. He can be fun to play, but I can't play him for weeks and weeks. 
yeah. you know, I'll, I'll get bored of them. And uh, Chain, I don't really enjoy that much. I don't know. It's not bad. It's just... I think I would enjoy him more if he was a bit more, like, fair. Yeah. But that saying, this format is technically only... Yeah, it's early like, days. It's, it's well, it's early days in the format, and I don't imagine this format's actually that long, because yeah. we have Tales of Aria in end of September, right? Which yeah. means this, you know, it's like we're mid July already, we're mid August, and mid September. Yeah, you know, we only got two, two and a bit months, and then and then the meta, hopefully the meta will change. Hopefully the meta changes. If, if the if the meta Ranger doesn't come back, like yeah, I mean, it's way too early to say, but yeah, if the meta yeah. doesn't change, then I think. With the next year, I think and some balancing things might have to happen. And in my opinion, it's had a less dominating space than, yeah. than Dash. Dash had a dominating control over the meta yeah. for a way longer, way larger period of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wasn't Dash so bad about Dash. Like, like Dash was a pain in the ass. It was a pain but... in the ass. It did have decks that it, not that it had decks that it auto lost to, but it had decks that had a lot fairer matchups. Well, Katsu was like a real. Yeah, yeah, Real yeah. kick in the teeth to Dash, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, Warrior was a pain to Gutsu, so it kind of made this triangle better. It was quite fun to play. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and the matchups were winnable on other sides. Yeah. So, I didn't think it was that bad. But, yeah, it wasn't that bad. You know, if the next set comes out and Chain is, like, insanely dominant and constructed and Ira is still insanely dominant and Blitz, I'm going to be like... Why? Yeah, Why exactly, not- right? It just makes the game feel like there's not many Not more much options. change, yeah. right? But Tales of Aria. We'll, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm, I think it The will ranger change. on the cover looks amazing. Yeah. The ethereal bow yeah. looks promising. The yeah. talent from for Aria is going to be something mystical, I imagine, which yeah. means probably something that's very hidden. Yeah, I mean, like, seeing ranger on the cover is like the most reassuring thing to yeah. me, right? They because Ranger, like... It tells you they haven't given up on Ranger, right? Like, at this point, like, had you not seen it, you're doing, like... Why did they give I up I mean, right now, we're going to go We're gonna go for Tails on Ranger right now. Right now, Ranger is Sad. a pretty terrible hero. Yeah. She's, like... She's cool. She's got some, like, unique mechanics. But competitively, her card efficiency and the way she plays the game is just not up to snuff with the other heroes. She's She's yeah. too weak, and... Unlike Kano, she doesn't really have that makeup of Shining and Bloods. Yeah. So, she's better in Bloods, but not great. Yeah. So, the one thing she does do really well is she's a Silver Bullet. Yeah. So, she can really shut down the Shadow Heroes because she has Sleep Dart, Dart Red and, 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 you know, Bunch yeah. Of There's a couple of All these Dominate effects that she can push through which really punish these decks that want to have their cake and eat it, right? Yeah. So... The issue is, if you play those decks, maybe, maybe Ranger does become viable if Chain is super dominant. Yeah. But the deck is just terrible against other decks, yeah. other than the Shadow Heroes, to the point where it's like, do I actually want to put myself through the pain yeah. of playing that? Um, so if Mysteria gives a new Ranger and... Sorry, I keep getting confused. <laughs> I'm like, I want a ninja set. Don't get me wrong. I want a ninja set. <laughs> Mr. and Arya are like the same thing to me. No, they're not. Um, when Arya comes out and a new ranger comes out, I want that ranger to be actually be like top tier. Yeah. I want there to be a top tier ranger deck because 
I have played a little bit of Ranger in the past in Bloods, and she is so much fun to actually play when you're not getting crushed into the dirt. Yeah. So if they can make a Ranger that's viable and competitive, I think they can, right? Like, they would have put so much time into this next set, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's probably, like, their first set that wasn't, like, in the originally planned sets. No, it was. It was, was in the uh, appreciation. It was in the retailer plant fit. Oh, okay. So, I would not like ages ago. Huh. So, my my opinion is that they've been testing stuff for this for a long period of time, like design workouts that they've had for ages. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've just been fleshing it out since then. Yeah, I mean, I think they've like kind of designed all the sets with each other set in mind yeah like i think snag was printed in crucible as a very deliberate nod to chain because this card doesn't make sense anywhere else really at the moment it doesn't but it doesn't mean it won't right no yeah but i think it is somewhat there for him you know yeah but yeah road to nets road to nets looking forward i'm looking forward to our trip to now yeah Christ so Christ. looking forward to the to the road trips with the boys, the burgers along the way. <laughs> it's going to be. Fantastic. We have a stop in Christchurch already on Nelson. Yeah, on our way to there's Nelson. some there are some good burgers in Christchurch. Bacon yeah. Bros, we're going there. Sweet. Oh, um, um mustache cookies because I want some cookie pies. I just eat them, but I'm already hungry. Yeah, I want <laughs> cookie pies though. I might just order some <laughs> to get delivered down there. They ship nationwide. I'm I'm have to get some. Yeah, and then I guess finishing off the Road to Nats season, we're going to have... Um, I think we're the last one. We're going to have Road to Nats in Dunedin. Yeah. Um, the weekend before the first calling in America, too. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I guess, you know, if you want to get some last-minute, like, kind of insights into the meta before you head off to the calling, you know, make sure to... Um, yeah, we're going to have a stream. So it's going to be live, broadcasted. Yeah. The whole event, we'll have commentary... Right it's going to be fantastic. In the studio, it will be mean. It will be yeah. the best stream out there. Yes. The best. Diet, gar, jar, gang. <laughs> oh, and Friday night, we're playing Team Sealed. Yeah. Um, so Crucible I'm, of War Unlimited is coming out very soon. Yep, next week, I believe. Right. Am I wrong? Yep. Yeah, I'm, Crucible I, of I War. Wrong? I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> you're wrong. It's next week. No, it is next week. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Team Seal is like a fantastic format. It like just is such a blast to yeah. play. It's like a cooperative work with your friends, and because you get to actually like talk and ask your friends for advice during the game, has this whole other element to it. And we've we've spoken about it before in the past. Yeah. But it's such a great experience yeah. that you know, you know, you get to put together a team of your best buddies. You get to travel to to the event, and play, and it's it fantastic, yeah. you know. Problematic if your friend group exists more on three but less than six. But yeah, if you got three friends, three three friends. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry if you get left out of the team sealed group, then feels bad. Oof. Yeah. Just join, Dice, join just join in, champs. just join in with some others. I'm sure there'll be other people. Yeah, there'll be multiple people. It's such a fun format that like even playing with new people would yeah. still be fun. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then we've got Dice Charge Jams as well. Yeah, on so the, the Sunday, right? Yeah. Because on the Saturday, it's the Road to Nets event. 
Yeah. On the Sunday, we have Dice Shah Champs. And I believe winner there case is, of, a, is a winner case. Monarch First oh, Edition. Monarch First Edition. Yeah, so it's just like a f- huge prize. Yeah. It's over a thousand New Zealand dollars. Yeah, so, it's definitely over a thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. 1,600. Yeah, yeah. Moment, 1,500? 1,600? Something, something like that. It'll change. It'll um, change. It'll go up and down. Hof- it's, hof- it's hopefully, time. hopefully up. <laughs> hopefully up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be a huge prize, and once again, it's going to be going to be streamed. It's all going to be live. It's going to be a couple of weeks before the calling. Yeah. So you know, well, if so you want to, it's one week before the first American calling. Yeah. Because yeah, it's the next, the week after. Yeah. Which so, is also the first time we see Tales of Aria for the premiere event. Yeah. Which is going to be a lot of eyes on that. Yeah, definitely. Talk about a lot like, of people will travel for that one. I reckon it's probably not going to be the biggest of the callings. But I think a lot of people travel for that one. Yeah, I mean, like, new set releasing for the first time is, like, that's, like, you want to be there, right? Because, like, you get to experience the cards before anyone else, you know? And, you know, as someone that plays card games, the new set feel is, like, amazing, right? It doesn't matter how good the set actually ends up being. Just having new cards in your hands, just, just theorizing what decks you can build and put together and all the all the different like connections that you can make with other cards and, and the lore and the art is just like unparalleled and like excitement. That Aria border, I want that Aria yeah. border on more cards. It's like it's in my opinion it's like better than getting like a, a brand new video game that you've been hyped for for ages, Wait, what? you know. What? Yes. <laughs> no way. Yeah. It's like a new video game. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah it looks to be really exciting. But with that said, next week, I believe, uh, exactly a week from when we're recording this, not not when this is going to be released, because this could be, you know, Nick out tomorrow instead, uh, we actually get our first look at Tales of Aria with the product announcement yeah. from yeah, so FabTCG, well, LSS. I don't expect it to have any cards. I don't expect it. I, expect I think it's going to be like the Monarch one, where then... they just show the, the box artwork and yeah. how many legendaries are in it. Yeah, That's what I want to yeah. know. Uh, I imagine they may, may or may not announce the spoiler season for it. Because if yep. there's a premiere event like three weeks or two weeks before the actual set release, yeah. I imagine this spoiler season needs to be on the earlier side of that premiere event. Otherwise, think, the spoiler season seems redundant when people have already seen all the cards. Do you think the there'll be a spoiler season? Or do you think they'll just blind they, do the premiere event? I have a... Are going to announce the spoiler season and it will be before because it would make no sense to have it after, or they're going to say yeah. this time we're not doing a spoiler season because we're the premiere event's going to be the spoiler. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would prefer there to be like a light spoiler season. Yeah, where say like half the cards get spoiled yeah. over like a Even duration of like a. Couple I'd be happy weeks. with like a fifth of a card got spoiled, like less than. I'd be happy if less than thirty cards got spoiled. Really. Because when the premiere event happens, it's almost guaranteed that like ninety nine percent of the set will. Yeah, I think it's fair to like spoil more cards and like just a fifth. Like, yeah. I w- I would actually like to have like a, a pretty decent sized spoiler season so that you can have the hype leading up to it, and then you tune in for the first calling day and you just see like sixty new cards get spoiled all in one day. Because I think having like two hundred cards spoiled in one day. It's too much. It's too much. It'll be like just information overload. Yeah. You know? Like, I think we want to see... Give me something to do, mate. 
Will I be wallowing <laughs> in my sadness take, of not Take being the calling there? day off. Are you going to the calling? No, oh. I'm just looking at all the new codes. I'm going to watch all the stream. I want to see what they're playing. Yeah, I would Just too. consistently, you're just watching it. Pause. Yeah. What does that card say? <laughs> I can't see it that yeah. well. You guys get to go and play in the calling um, in America, but we're, we're going to watch it on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the plan. Speaking of like streams and, and events and stuff, have you been watching the Devastation series? Ah, the the the, the dev, dev dev teams CC matches. Yeah, you mean the one where it's just Jason beating everyone with chain? Oh yeah, that one. Come on, guys! <laughs> you can't just let him take the, the the Mickey of it. Yeah, come on, get 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 Jason. I'm not I'm not angry, guys. He's a good he's a good player, I'm but just, come come just on. Just disappointed you're letting him run the ruts. <laughs> I'm not saying oh, I could beat Jason, but so next <laughs> today's one was Jacob on Bolton, which was not favourable. It did start off in Jacob's favour, but like most chain matchups, if to, you get to, any to be honest, on, you um, can set up pretty well. Yeah, like to be honest, I don't think that match was ever in Jacob's favour. Yeah, I don't think it I ever think... was. I just think it started in his favour. I, I, just, I, I entirely disagree. Like I just think Jason was just super happy to just block yeah. until his opponent like. No, he had like three lumens in like the first three turns, yeah. and it still wasn't like close. Yeah. So, um, makes it rough. Yeah, rough time for Jacob. Um, yeah. You know, like not exactly where you want. He to did see play. He did game. play well, but, but Chain was just like playing combo Chain, which was like a, quite happy to be defensive in the first few turns. Yeah. Is just like such a good matchup for for Chain yeah. that he's just like so happy, and the banishes are insane. Like. Yeah. Last week we got, um, a couple weeks ago we got double Art of War, and then this week we get a, like, double Rift Binds banish, double yeah. Triple Seeds. <laughs> Some he did banish, like, two, two Art of Wars, like, in the same turn. That, that's true, yeah. We yeah. just didn't even see them back, so what's the point? Yeah. But is Jason, is Jason too lucky? <laughs> He's just too lucky. I don't, I don't understand it, man. Uh, that said, I believe his next matchup's against Carol, and Carol has Reiner and Prism still in their forte, right? Yeah, I, th- I believe so. So we'll see if the Prism comes out. Hopefully. If you think it's good against Chain. We'll I reckon Ergo Prism is a really good match against Chain. Really good matchup against if Chain. If he's gone with an Iris build, he's just dead, though. If I see an Iris, if, I, if it starts and I see Carol with an Iris, I'm probably not watching the rest of the video. I'm going like, to go, oh, go cry just... in the corner and wait until someone tells me we've already won or lost. I know. If I know someone tells me we've won, <laughs> I'm going to watch that matchup back to back. Yeah. But I think the Iris build into the Chain is not favorable. Ah, uh, yeah, it's too slow, eh? Yeah, it's just think... way too slow. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to see, because at the moment it's very, very chain-stomping everyone. Yeah. So we'll see if the devs can turn around, if they can if they can beat the, their own decks. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a, a lot of people will still have their pet decks waiting. Like, I know... Uh, I mean, some of the... New Sung still hasn't played Ninja yet. Yeah, I mean, we've got so, got some of the, the, the less good decks out of the yeah. way, right? Rain, still got Range Bravo. has been played... Um, Range, sorry, Range has been played... Kano has been played. Um, Dash. Yeah, exactly, right? So some of the traditionally like seen as weaker heroes are out of the way. So hopefully in the rundown we'll see Chain get knocked out and we'll see some different games yeah. getting played. I know Carol's still got Reiner, so that's his pet deck. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how he's built his Reiner, actually. Whether he's gone for like 
the close combo build, or he's gone for like a slower control deck. I think that's re- gonna be really cool to see. Yeah. That's the main thing I get out of this. Like, I don't think it's like that valuable to just. Although we've been talking about it, just saying haha, chain one. Yeah. But I think it's like quite cool to look at the decks that they're playing. Um, how differently they can be played. Yeah, and how how what cards they're choosing, even if like say they are losing to chain, just try have a look. Cause we did see in the Bolton deck that he was playing a snag. Yeah. So that that's interesting that you know the devs agree that you play snag versus chain. So even even in some of your more aggressive decks, which is interesting, because we were thinking of just playing it. In these are all predetermined decks. lists as well. Like they've had these lists sorted out for quite a while, right? Yeah, must must do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was part of the thing, so they had to have them pre-sorted out for it. So he had that snag in the list, knowing that he probably like after picking, being like, I am running into chain, and this needs to be an option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't in the dash list. I think he may may thought he could. Well, have dash it. dash played into Viserai, right? Yeah, but he might have thought he might have like it wasn't even in the sideboard. Yeah. Okay. So maybe he thought he had a different game plan that was slightly more favorable for it. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool if they did like a a post kind of match interview. I guess. Talk to them about why certain choices were made. Yeah. There is they do deck tech videos, but I imagine these are probably pre-recorded before the matchup yeah so then less helpful it'd be interesting to see the behind the site behind the scenes eh? how they actually decided to to do it and why they kind of picked the format they did because it's kind of weird how they have one deck that just plays over and over and over i Aside think it, that, i think it might have been more interesting to just play different decks against really each good. other you know i did have one bone to pick with it Oh, okay. It's out by like 0.5 of a mils of a second. Because every time he did the <laughs> Lumina reveal, I could just hear a new song calling out that it was a hit or a miss before you even see the car. Like, it was the first one, it's like, miss! And I'm like, what did he miss on? I haven't even seen it yet. And then it's like, raise a reflex. And you're like, ah, what? <laughs> Audio like, syncing issues. Yeah. Just slightly off. Uh, I mean, very, we're, we're not guilt free on that one. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not guilt free on that one. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like, had a what? few cases like that. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's like really cool to see that um, LSS is like making more content themselves. Yeah. I think it's really important for like, you know, when people like find out about the game, they're like, well, what's it like? And you can go, well, yeah, here's theory. an Ira deck, right? We can play an Ira deck, but um, like the like the starter decks I'm talking about. But it's not really like actually playing a proper game of Flesh and Blood. Yeah. They're like, the Irodic teaches you the basic mechanics, but it doesn't, it's not actually the whole experience. Yeah. Whether like you can say to somebody, hey, check out these these games. They're commentated by LSS dev, man, um, by developers, and they're playing like at the highest ability. And you can say, this is what Flesh and Blood actually is. Yeah. And it's like really easy really easy to find and i think it has like a lot of potential to just get people in that have like thought about the game looked at it but they're not really too sure yeah and you know not really so into it that they find some of the smaller channels or they're on the facebook pages and stuff yeah. it's just going to be like really easy to find content for new players to get stuck into yeah mm. it's it this week in testing 
Yeah. How did you test and go this week, Dan? Well, I didn't test at all. What do you mean? <laughs> weren't testing I was away. Uh, I was in Christchurch catching up with a mate. So Fair it's enough. been a pretty lax week for me. Um, but yeah, looking forward um, back in town now, looking forward to play some more Flesh and Blood. So we've already... Um, Liam, Liam and I have uh, filmed a couple plus one videos today that'll be coming out shortly. That's going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, really enjoying making those videos, so I'm just going to keep keep pumping them out and yeah. we've got a few different ideas so we're gonna have the traditional um i think it'd be good to have suggestions as well if, yeah. if there is something that you guys like a certain matchup that you guys would yeah. like to see that we haven't looked at yeah feel free so to suggest it one video that we've done is the traditional like we play against each other and talk through our decisions yeah. the other video we did um it's still an art of war plus one video so the idea is it's going to be I yeah know. it's it's a slightly different video idea, but it's still kind of on the idea of like testing and building and yeah. trying out different deck types. And it's more like we've got a Blitz Kano deck and we're upgrading it into a constructed Kano deck. And we're just talking about all the different card choices and not just saying like, this is the best card here. We're explaining like where it might be good, where it might not be good. And also like how you can apply the thought processes that we use for building that deck to like um, other decks. Yeah. Um, so that you can build any other deck better the first time, you know, and how you can improve on it as you go on. So I, th I think that's a really good video, um, you know, if it's going to be out soon, and I think it's worth watching even if you're not a Kano player. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that one. Yep. I definitely think it's worthwhile. Yep. Um, I'm sure we'll be recording more later this week for as well. Yeah, we got We got to get you on. You, yeah. You've been a, you've been suspiciously absent, Nick. Oh, it's just been timing, but yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we film them at, at different times from the podcast, yeah. so um, you know, with working everything, it's not always easy to get um, everyone on. So yeah. it's gonna be really cool to have you on, and then eventually might have guests on plus one. You know, to show off their unique decks, the unique styles of play. Yeah. So I think that will be really exciting in the future as well. Yeah. Just, yeah. Heaps of content planned. Heaps of content lots planned. of Lots of cool stuff coming out. Lots of cool stuff. And it's only going to get, you know, as Flesh and Blood picks up, you know, we've got a set release in a couple months. We've got the callings coming up. We're going to have so much content to watch. It's going to be amazing. It's only going to get bigger. Yeah, I'm... I mean, like, the YouTube sphere um, and content creation sphere is, like, fairly small at the moment, but I think it's just going to get way bigger over the next few months. It's really exciting. I think the Fish and Blood player base is going to really grow as well. Yeah. All right. All right. Should we move on to Card of the Week? Let's go to Card of the Week. So, bam. Card of the Week. What is it? Damn. Chains of Eminence. Try to say that three times fast. No, thanks. <laughs> Chains, chains, and chains. All right, chain. Chuck me one here. Yeah, we've, we've, we've got, got a couple we got, of the we cards. We actually have a couple on the table here. So we're just going to look at it as we go for it. I think Liam left them. Yeah, um, Liam left them behind from his <laughs> Idol Plus One videos. He's missing a lot of his sideboard, so I hope he's not planning on playing his chains <laughs> without without these cards at some point. Anyway, it's a zero cost generic action aura, so it stays on the field when you play it. Uh, it blocks two, so um, like a lot of generics do. Uh, it has go again, so you can play something else. And when it enters the arena, you can name a card, which is like very different from any other card in the game. It's a unique effect. Um, the name card can't be pitched, played, or used to defend while Chains of Eminence is in the arena. 
At the beginning of your action phase, destroy chains. So it lasts around through your opponent's turn and like stops them from playing specific cards you name. Yeah. So what card in particular are we thinking about naming with this card? What's what's the idea? Seeds and Refine. Seeds and Refine, yeah. They're basically it. That's the, so that's the main plan, right? Because Yeah, Char- matchups are just thinking about what the deck plays nine yeah. of at that point. Yeah, so Chain plays quite often plays two different cards in Rainbow, which is all three colours. So um, he plays nine seeds and quite often nine ref bind. So you can name either one and have a decent chance of wrecking your opponent. Especially Usually if you'll see it in their banner stone and it'll be pretty displayed. So Yeah, if they're setting up, then they'll have a ref bind sitting there. Yeah. You know, even if they have any cards banner sitting there, you can you can name name cards with chains of eminence and stop them from playing them yeah. if you don't want to see it and you can stop them from blocking with um carrying does, does damage too did you know this card attacks without attacking because <laughs> at the end of that turn because they couldn't play that card they take blood dead damage exactly yeah so you can name carrying husk on a on a crucial turn if you need to so it's like some useful tech for it yeah. i think it has a lot of application in some other matchups now it does. It does have a, a lot of applications in other matchups. Uh, it's been a very overlooked card until recently. Largely just because I it wasn't fast enough. I feel it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Well, there weren't like specific cards that were like so needed to be stopped. Yeah. But I do think there are cards that you do actually want to stop. Yeah. You know, like Warrior's th- Valor. Yeah, Warrior's Valor is a big one for for Warrior. I think if you're playing a Shadow Hero then you can name certain cards for them against Ranger. You know, you can name Sleep Dart, or you can name, you know, whatever they just put on the top with Memorial Grounds yeah. to, to stop them from playing it, you know? Um, and against other decks, like, it's not even that bad against Bravo, because Bravo shows you the top cards of his deck all the time yeah. with um, Blessings of Deliverance and oh, stuff. Yeah. So you can see, you'll see so, what's coming in a turn away. Exactly, right? And the deck is... Um, Bravo's also, like, super obvious with what he arsenals, right? Yeah. You almost always know this, like... Oh, it's a defense reaction this turn. Oh, it's a attack action. It's pretty easy to, to work out. Yeah. Um, it's not always easy to work out the exact card, but you can... You can usually get pretty close to predicting what it is. Yeah. So I think it has, like, a host of different um, different applications that, like, we haven't really used until now. Another interesting part is that you can name potions as well. Yeah. So if there's a potion in play, like a time snap potion... You can play this and stop them from using the time snap potion. Yeah. Which is a good move for Prism. Yeah. I mean, go time snap, Sentinel, pass. Yeah. And uh, what are they going to do? Absolutely nothing. Attack the Sentinel because if they don't, they they lose another turn. Yeah, basically. Um, and they can't break their time snap potion, so they can't get an extra action point. Which means um, you effectively stop them for one turn, which means whatever they banish is punishing. Pretty much, unless they just play a bunch of non-attack actions for, and waste them. Yeah. So reason. yeah, it's like uniquely against chain. I think it has a lot of different functions. Like there are a large number of scenarios where the card is actively really useful and like really detrimental to the chain player. Yeah. Maybe in the future we'll see like, I guess a Bravo list running both chains and snag, just to like really mess with them. You kind of do you kind of see that, or just one or the other? Just one or the other. I don't think. Mm, no, just one or the other. Just one or the other. I think Snag is enough for Bravo. 
Because right. uh, I feel like Snag is a game, is one where you can guarantee that the person is trying to set up against you. And most most chains into Bravo usually want to set up. There yep. isn't, they're not trying to race because yep. they just lose that race, to be honest. Yeah. I think maybe it just gives you a bit more like of a guarantee. Because like, there is actually a reasonable chance that you don't draw the Snag. Like if it's, it's only a three of in your deck and you just miss it on a crucial turn, and you draw it way too early, and you pitch it to, like, block... Because um, it's a blue, you block, like, blood debt with it and stuff. Block uh, arcane damage, rather, yeah. not blood debt. Um, and then you might just not draw it again in time. You do go through your deck pretty well and cycle it quite a few times yeah. in Bravo's side, so, I mean, it's not against... It's not, like, yeah. badly favoured to not see one. Yeah, I mean, have to well, be the chain part. game usually you never want the want the snag for turn seven or eight, just mm. before the chain player decks, and if you're going through uh, well, four cards a turn, turn so yeah. it's about 36, 40 cards if you That's use like all your turn 80, one cards. 70, 80 percent of your deck. Yeah, so you're fairly likely to see it, yeah. but there's a chance you might not. Fairly likely to see two, if not three, by then. Two. Two. So, pretty good card. Uh, definitely, definitely made susceptible. I think it's the better option for the mirror. Yeah, I, and I think it's a, it's a very interesting card because it very rewards skill. Yeah. Like, um, if you've been paying attention to your opponent's pitch, you know when they're going to draw certain cards up again. Yeah. Then you can, like, save it for then, or you can know what to name with it. Yeah. If you see your opponent in rainbow pitch, like, Blue, yellow, warriors, valor, or something. Then you know to name there later on. Yeah. And then it's gonna like seriously break someone. So. Don't sleep on it. Put it in the deck. Yeah, I'm um, like. It's definitely a very good sideboard card. Exactly. Like, uh, even if you don't think it's maybe like the best card in your deck, just try it out. Yeah. Put it in your deck. See if it does actually help you out. And if it doesn't, no sweat. Just take it back out. And you'll you'll find the the roads and ends list that it may be making a decent appearance. It definitely snag will be in most of those lists. Yep. Do you expect to see snag be, being a very very well played card? Yeah, I think it's probably going to be in like quite a lot of the decks. Of them. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting chains to make it into at least forty percent. Mm. I almost think chains will be more popular because mm. snag is kind of a bit like kind of terrible. If you draw it with, like, another blue to pitch, or um, you draw them together and you have multiple cards that don't block, like, at least with chains, you can actually block for two. Yeah. Um, um, if they're not attacking you for arcane, which you can defend with the snag, and they're not, like, buffing or refining, then the card is, like, quite dead. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of cards you want to arsenal in, in a lot of the top decks right now. So, yeah, Bravo really wants to set up a Spinal Crush, and Warrior wants to set up, like, Supremacy, and um, Katsu's all about Plunder Runs. Yeah. So, I think, with how, like, contested Arsenal spots are, you kind of have to draw it at the right time for the stack. Whether the the strength of Chains is a set and forget, right? You just play it as soon as you get it, you name whatever you think is most detrimental to them at the time, and hopefully you get them. Yeah. And if you're naming seeds, you'll probably get them. You know, 9 out of 60 cards is, like, a pretty good shot. So, it's... Yeah. Anyway, that's card of the week. Yeah, it's a good card of the week. Um, 
Anything else? Yeah, I've got uh, nothing more really to add no, for no. today. Uh, bit of a shorter a, one. Bit of a shorter one, and we're missing a person, but yeah. That's all good. We got Ooh. more playtesting this week. We, we both have playtesting this week, yeah. not just half of us. I did. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to be back together. Yeah. The band's going to be back together. Yeah. We're play our first album now. I mean, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we, have a, we have an armory tomorrow, so we'll be taking. Yeah. Couple decks for that. To what, play are you, what are you thinking of playing? Well, I did Agro Prism all last week, so not Agro Prism again. All right, I think I might play Bravo. Yeah, I'm I gonna... have to go. I have to put a chain list together at home at some point. But I'm probably playing my chains list that I haven't chains mm-hmm. list that I haven't played yet. Yeah, cool. I think it's probably a good time to get some play time into it. Yeah, I think chains probably might very well be what I end up playing, either chain or Bravo. I'm not really sure which. I'm going to commit to for the road season. But, yeah. yeah. Maybe if there's a warrior list that comes out that's, like, really there, I'll play that. But yeah. Who knows? Anyway, um, thanks for watching this episode of Art of War. Yep. Make sure to like and subscribe. It'll keep Greg happy. And give us any comments, any feedbacks, uh, any yep. Art of War plus one videos that you want to see. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, let, let us know what you guys think of the podcast and we'll make sure to check it out and reply and stuff. Yeah. So we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye.